Lower your expectations. That's right. Welcome to another episode of the Hammer Time 1987 podcast, a podcast where we usually win. We'll see if we win today. I'm joined by the Patriot himself, Garrick Wright. Boy, are we lowering our expectations for this podcast or for something else? Because <laughs> I plan on giving the heat. <laughs> well, uh, that comes from Jen Saki, who uh, ah. was, uh, I can't quite remember exactly what question she was responding to, but it was something about, I don't know, it was a reconciliation bill or the supply chain. She said something about lower your expectations. Oh, yeah, well, uh, I guess she was just telling the truth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For once. Yeah. Well, Garrick, today we're going to talk about the dog killer, Anthony Fauci. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk about the Clinton fluffer, Terry McAuliffe. <laughs> we'll dive into gay for pay again. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe some Tucker Carlson. So got a uh, good lineup here. Why don't we start with... Uh, well, what should we start with? Well, why don't we start with Anthony Fauci? Oh. Yeah, I know. Well, anyway, uh, <laughs> there's the story that comes out that Fauci and his organization, the National Institutes of Health, has been doing animal testing. And uh, this animal testing, uh, just some of those grotesque things I've ever heard, they take beagles, a dog breed, and <laughs> they sever the dog's ability to bark. Yeah. And then they restrain the dog... Um, on the ground and they put its head inside a tent and then they inside the tent they allow these uh, I guess flesh eating flies to come in and eat the dogs alive yeah I mean that's something out of a horror film yeah it was uh, done in Africa and he yeah they funded uh, partially funded it yeah and they of course they're claiming that you know, that was a important animal study uh, because they were testing a vaccine. And it's like... <laughs> I, I mean, how could anybody believe that? I mean, it, it, it doesn't even make sense. Why would, If they could test a vaccine, why would they have to do it the way that they did? I mean, to me, it looks like torture. It doesn't look like anything that would be legitimate medical-wise. Yeah, maybe it was uh, testing the COVID vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> But the story breaks, and I thought maybe that this was finally the time that the uneducated sort of drive-by person would finally wake up to Fauci and say, enough is enough, get rid of this guy. And it's got some traction, but doesn't seem to be budging. He still seems to be around. Yeah, well, you know, uh, I guess what we've found out is that low-information people are... uh they hate animals too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to say that it seems like everybody loves dogs. So, yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, there there was a, another uh, study that he that it came out that he uh, funded that was like they took out pieces of monkeys' brains and then like terrorize them or something right yeah they took out the part of the brain that makes them feel fear or something and still torture something like that i don't know yeah it was bizarre it's like 
man, oh man, what is with... And, and of course, I mean, this isn't too surprising. He was uh, taking uh, boarded babies and uh, scalping them and putting them on, like, rat backs or something at, in the University of Pittsburgh. And it's... I tell you, this guy is... He makes Joseph Mangle <laughs> very... Uh, very proud. <laughs> yeah. yeah, to him, everything is a Patriot dish. It's just, just a very sick son of a bitch. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm not necessarily the biggest animal person, but when I find these things <laughs> reprehensible, like, wow. Just yeah, that's wild. how you know it's bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, maybe I'll have to give money to the Beagle Freedom Project. Is that a thing? Yeah, it's a thing, yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> right on their website, they say, uh, donate to help us uh, get hold Dr. Fauci accountable. Oh, well. So I might be sending $20 their way. Yeah, but, uh, hey, I'll, uh, I'll march down the streets with uh, PETA if I have to. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have ever thought we'd say that? <laughs> Hey, I'm, I'll march down with BLM to protest vaccine mandates. So, <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Wow. Well, hopefully uh, someday Fauci will be out of our lives, but I don't know when. So It's people like that that end up living 10 years past what you think they will. Yeah. I'm actually surprised there hasn't been an animal rights person like bomb his house or try to attack him. I mean, yeah. he's probably under protection, but... Yeah, well... Yeah, you'd think some of these environmentalists, they're... Yeah, they can be... Uh, Very hardcore, yeah. Yeah. So, well, we'll see what happens with that, but uh, we do have an interesting uh, race on Election Day, which is a couple days from today. We have the Virginia Governor's Race, which was a race that I don't think anyone thought initially would be competitive. Biden won Virginia by 10 points, and it's kind of been blue now for a couple of cycles. But uh, our old friend Terry McAuliffe Ugh. trying to once again be at the top of the political world, uh, the errand boy for the Clintons. He's running against a Republican, and wouldn't you know, the Republican looks like he's going to win. Yeah. Well, assuming that... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, but, but I don't know. <laughs> there are some big ballot dump. Right, well, that's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> but for McAuliffe, uh, uh, this actually just came out today. He, um, he sent his staffers to uh, the Republicans' campaign bus, and he had the staffers dress up as white supremacists. And hold tiki torches and say that, you know, we're with Glenn Youngkin. And, you know, they're trying to sort of suggest that Youngkin is a white supremacist. And they were called out on it. And, of course, you know, they're all blaming each other for it. But, I mean, what is the deal with the Democrats just continuously going back to the white supremacy thing? Like, it's the only thing they ever talk about. Or, you know, it's like they've ceased to become a political party. They, all they care about is, is just claiming people are racist. Well, it could be uh, that what they, you know, it is their history and it's what they yeah. actually believe in and are obsessed with and they're trying to project that into someone else. So it's, uh, I think the term is confession through projection, meaning that mm. they're holding these 
racist views and they say that it's the Republicans, but in reality, it's a confession of their own. Yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, what can, <laughs> was it? Was it Terry McAuliffe that was blackface, or was that... That was uh, Ralph Northam, the governor, uh, the current governor. Yeah, okay. But, yeah, I'm sure that McAuliffe has oh, probably sure. done it. It's, it turns out a lot of these people have done blackface. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. it's, it's yeah, it, it, that's what I think it is. I, I think that um, they, they know that their history is uh, not good. Uh-huh. And who they are is not good, and yeah. so it's easier for them to uh, project onto others who they are. Yeah, that's it's, it's not a pretty sight. Yeah, they're very sick people. Yeah, they're very sick people. Um, yeah, so we'll see what happens. Uh, as you mentioned, we'll see. You know, my feeling is that Young can. It seems like the polls say he's going to win, but. It's all about who counts the votes, and it's like, oh, well, we have yeah. 50,000 absentee ballots outstanding, so. Yeah, yeah. I'd, like to, I'd like to think I, I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we thought Larry Alder might have a, a chance, even though I didn't think he would actually do it, but right. uh, he, got, he got swamped. Yeah, he did get swamped. Um. um yeah, we'll see. I mean, um, I mean, do you imagine if they try to pull off the same thing again? Like, <laughs> Youngkin with a big lead, and then it takes them a week or two weeks to count the ballots and the call-up wins. I mean, are they going to get away with that again? Oh, I don't see why not. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's supposed to be people doing something about it, like paying fucking attention. Oh, you can go cry to McConnell and uh, Kevin McCarthy all you want, but I don't think it's going to happen. Well, we'll see. It also would be kind of funny if, uh, like, Youngkin wins the race outright and then McAuliffe tries to sue for some reason, like, trying to overturn the election, even though they say how horrible that is. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, that's not hypocrisy. It's not hypocrisy when the Democrats do right. it. Right, well, that's right. I forgot <laughs> about that. Yeah, so. But we'll see. The other big election actually is right here in our hometown of Buffalo, New York. Oh, yeah. We have the possibility of the first social, openly socialist mayor. Yeah. Uh, India Walton, and she's running against the longtime mayor, Democrat Byron Brown. Yeah. I never thought I'd be... <laughs> Rooting for Byron Brown. So. <laughs> <laughs> so if India Walton wins, will you ever go downtown? <laughs> um, I mean, if I have, I guess if I have to, I will. But uh, yeah, whew. yeah, I don't want to have to. I don't have to live there. That's for sure. <laughs> I wonder. Do you? Th- I mean, I think I sort of already know the answer to this, but you have all of those white rich liberals who live downtown mm-hmm. do they like they're they're probably supporting Walton probably it's like they're supporting their own demise to a degree yeah it's like I mean, a, yeah like they they don't think anything bad will happen to the city if they vote for this nut job a city they claim to love and cherish so much oh India Walton wants to uh, 
wants to improve things. She wants to uh, bring social justice and uh, equity and diversity and inclusion. Now, do we actually know the difference between equality and equity? Uh, Equality is treated uh, the same. Right. Equity is everybody has the same thing. It's... Okay. So, equality is, you know, what... A freedom-loving person would want. So equality is, is everybody gets a right to an attorney. Equity is social justice. That's communism. Right. Right. Everyone should make the same money and have the same house and. Yeah, or a collective. Um, you know, the this group of people uh, oppressed this other group right. of people. And so we're going to redistribute justice, wealth, whatever, from the oppressor to the oppressed. Okay. Okay. Uh, and the government and the, the democratic politicians, of course, are the ones who get to determine who's oppressed and who, you know, is, is privileged and so forth and so on. Right. Yeah. 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 It seems like a, something I'd want to be part of. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, we'll see. I mean, you know, a lot of I, people keep asking me, do I think India Walton's going to win? I say yes. I mean, she's a Democratic nominee in the city of Buffalo. In order for Byron Brown to win, he has to have all of these people write his name correctly on a ballot. Uh, no, it doesn't have to be correct. <laughs> How many errors are allowed? <laughs> you can write Brown. Just oh, really? write Brown and they'll know who you mean. Wow. If it seems close enough to be Byron Brown... They'll count it. Yeah. Oh, it, we, we live in a different, uh, <laughs> in a different time. <laughs> um, yeah, they started early voting two weeks in advance. And that's right. like, yeah, which, you know. But obviously, it, it is going to be kind of strange to see two people who are probably pretty good at the whole cheating thing. Yeah. Uh, who's going to come out on top? So maybe Byron Brown might have an advantage in the sense that he might have more of a, a way to sort of rig the election in his favor. Yeah, he's got the bully pulpit. Right. And he's probably has good relations with the election workers over all those years. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, we'll see. I mean, uh, It'll be fascinating. I, I still think, you know, Walton's been endorsed by Schumer and AOC and Gillibrand and... Huh, Gillibrand. I totally forgot about her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's begging for a donation somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. I, I think Walton will come out on top. I just think that's where the Democratic Party is, but maybe not. Maybe Byron will be able to, to snatch it out, so... Boy, I sure hope so. <laughs> <laughs> well, thinking of things that uh, we don't hope ever happen to any of you or any of us is gay for pay. <laughs> <laughs> so we did a whole episode on this. A couple to go back in our search history, you can find it. We decided to watch a new series, at least two of the episodes. And the concept is basically the same. Uh, these guys who claim to be straight, uh, they get flown out to a studio in uh, Florida or 
Los Angeles, wherever they were. And they live in this big house together. And the house is a mansion. They have their food provided for them. They've got entertainment. Uh, It seems like a really nice place to stay. But then they're expected to go to work and do porn scenes. Um, Garrick, you've said it just like the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase, used to say, everybody has a price. Yeah. So uh, what's, what's sort of your price? Probably higher than what theirs was. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're... Yeah, it's just... It's this group of, like... I don't know, eight or ten guys that... You know, they're living together. They're kind of having fun. But, yeah, they're... Yeah. Fucking each other in the ass. And, yeah. you know, blowing each other. And, <clears throat> and for, for money. And... Right. Then they go and they have dinner and they right. watch TV together. You know, it, it's <laughs> uh, it's kind of weird. And of course, uh, once you know it, two of the guys end up uh, together. That's S- right. The supposedly straight men that uh, right. they end up turning gay. And here we thought that you were either born or born gay or, or right you know it's something that can't be changed and I don't know these two seemed like they were pretty uh, pretty into chicks and yeah they end up being gay yeah I want I, I mean if you were in an environment in which you were like prison for extended periods of time I think that maybe you know you probably turn gay to some degree yeah well yeah, it it's possible. Um, yeah, you know, you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do to get by. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> the the other uh, part of this is that, uh, well, at least for me, I mean, we know that in the the previous episode they did what they uh, took laxatives or had an enema beforehand. <laughs> um, and it doesn't really get into it in the series. I guess that's one of my requests that they were going to do this again. But I want to kind of know the process here. Like, what do you eat the night before? Do you eat breakfast in the morning? Do you have to take the laxatives? Do you have to wear the butt plugs? You know, things like that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, is it like a colonoscopy? Do you need to be cleaned <laughs> out? <laughs> Well, they wouldn't accept us because we got a lot of shit up there. I'll tell you, <laughs> <laughs> cost them ten grand just to clean us out. So, <laughs> you got a whole bag of Reese's up there. <laughs> but, but that would be <laughs> that would be my biggest con- you know concern is just you know, you're sticking things up there. There might be stuff coming out. So. yes uh yeah i mean that that would definitely be a concern (laughs) (laughs) um you know i i i'd also be very concerned about the pain yes yeah, so they, in the episode, one of the kids said that his first scene, and he just said about how horrible, how bad it was. Yeah. <laughs> there was another guy who was there and said he wouldn't be a bottom. 
Yeah, he said he won't take it in the ass. Um, <laughs> and I think he... I think he said he wouldn't suck someone off, right? Someone yeah. Could. So I guess that he's he's the man in this whole thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. Which, you know, if I were going to do it, that's certainly how I'd want it to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, he said he wouldn't kiss a guy. That's right, he wouldn't kiss a guy. <laughs> Which is... That's awesome. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I think he's in the wrong film in the wrong place, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Well. But they, they did show this scene uh, in the first episode where one of the guys, there's two guys, and there's this guy who's done it a few times, and they have the brand new guy. Yeah. And he looks he looks like the most terrified, awkward person ever. <laughs> he looks like he's going to throw up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And of course, the cameraman showing him, you know, what positions to get into, and um, I mean, you feel for the guy, and then he ultimately he says, you know, I can't do this, and he walks out, and then the producer offers him more money to come back in, <laughs> and he says, there's no amount of money that I can do this for. <laughs> so then he leaves. Then he was going to be the top. That's right. Yeah, he wasn't even the bottom. He was the top. Yeah. Um, because they were, you know, showing him how he was going to do it. And then he said, okay, now you two start kissing. He's like, I I can't do this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I wonder if he had taken the Viagra though. Like if he took the Viagra and then he's like, oh yeah, I don't want to do this. Now you got to go home and get rid of your boner for the next four hours. Like, yeah. Uh, maybe it's possible to be so turned off that even by <laughs> <laughs> kind of like if you have like anxiety at night and you take sleeping pills and it doesn't really put you to sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the uh, the that series is on Amazon Prime called I think it's a uh, Broke Straight Boys, right? Yes, yes. So apparently, one of the most popular porn sites for for gay sex. Um, so, yeah. The more you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, the more you know about Tucker Carlson. <laughs> <laughs> Transition. <laughs> That's how we segue to things. Well, uh, Tucker is an all-star. He's coming out with a documentary on January 6th that the establishment is very unhappy about. Yeah. They are very unhappy about it. Yeah, Liz Cheney won after him. <laughs> and they, he isn't even... It's, all it is, it's a trailer. It's not actually out yet. Yeah. And they are not happy. Yeah. Well, no. you know, uh, uh, the truth uh, does not... The truth scares those who worship the father of lies. Satan. Yeah. So... Yeah, and it's, you know, the, the, obviously they had this narrative that they've been pushing for the last, you know, eight months, and they don't want anything to challenge that narrative, um, and they don't want to have to answer tough questions, so. Yeah. Like, why were FBI people basically uh, starting this whole <laughs> quote-unquote right. insurrection? <laughs> yeah. I, I guess the feeling is, uh, we've talked about January 6th before, but... Uh, I think this documentary is on Fox Nation. It's going to be streaming, but 
it's always like the thing for me is like I really wish this was just like the shown on broadcast TV or like shown in the theaters or something because I mean who's real, who besides people who already like Tucker Carlson are going to watch Fox Nation yeah so well yeah but you know who would carry it right so yeah yeah so we've become a tribalist nation <laughs> Well, actually, Derek, we can. I guess we can end with this. Uh, probably not really a good thing to end with, but uh, you probably heard the story that one of the big things that changed the governor's race in Virginia was that there was a transgender, a trans woman, trans girl, who sodomized a woman, a girl in the the uh, girls' bathroom in the high school. Yeah. Sodomized. Yeah. And the school district kind of covered it up oh they sure did (laughs) and then i think this trans girl went to another high school and committed another assault yes it's really just a a boy that wore a skirt right and yeah um just again like it goes back to like the white supremacy thing like Why, you know, in a normal world, they would say, wow, this is really wrong. We can't have this. This person should be in jail. We need to have just trans bathrooms or something. Like, I don't know. It's just, but their just insistence on supporting this stuff is just nuts. Yeah. Um, well, again, uh, the fa- they worship the father of lies. And <laughs> well, the father of lies loves transgenders. Yes, he does. <laughs> well, I think the devil, I, you know, obviously know the Bible more than I did, but the devil took different forms, didn't he? Uh, um, maybe. I think maybe. I mean, he's, uh, he, he's, a, he's an angel. Um, he doesn't... Yeah, I mean, I, I like... Maybe not take different forms. Like, uh, you can be tempted in multiple ways, maybe. Uh, oh, sure. And maybe I mean, that's... people can be possessed by demons yeah um which is satan's army um yeah yeah so satan's army has utilized transgenderism yeah oh (laughs) yeah (laughs) and the democratic party well yeah (laughs) (laughs) he's got a lot of allies in the media and the university crowd (laughs) oh frankly the establishment uh republicans too yeah (laughs) that's <laughs> just the two of us okay well uh, there's, uh, there's Josh Hawley and, <laughs> and Ted Cruz and Tucker the rest Carlson. of us are... <laughs> and, and Mike, Mike Lindell, Lindell. <laughs> yeah. man there's a lot of demons nowadays I'll tell you <laughs> oh. oh yeah wow well that was a uh, unique episode Derek uh, what is your favorite Halloween candy by the way I'm a big Reese's guy. You do like the Reese's. Yeah. Kit Kat is probably the second favorite. Uh-huh. You know what candy I like that I used to not is Butterfinger. Oh, okay. I used to not think anything of it. And I don't know if they if my taste change or if they change the recipe. But, yeah, I, I, I think it's a very good uh, candy bar now. Yeah. I like uh butterfingers. Yeah. Do you like uh do you like almond joys? 
it's not some. Uh, I I just kind of started like coconut, you know, in the last five years. Okay. Um, and I don't typically eat it with chocolate. I prefer it with like a coconut cream pie or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I was uh, I was at a Toastmasters meeting. We were all going around talking about what our favorite candy was, and um, you know I wanted to be a little bit different than Reese's, so I said, well, you know, one of my favorite candies is almond joys, which I do like. Yeah, and they weren't too impressed with that. The rest of the group, huh? I wonder, do they not like you? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone loves me, Garrick. Okay. <laughs> I don't think they've listened to the podcast, so they probably don't have quite the full version of everything I believe. So, I didn't. Didn't you uh, say in a in a meeting that you do podcasts? Yeah, and some lady took an interest in that. That's right. Yes, she did, and never heard back from her. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that probably answers that question. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's enough. Thank you all for listening. Check us out on Rumble, Parlor, Podbean. Leave us a comment. Let us know if you think we are right, wrong, or indifferent. And don't let the demons get you this Halloween. Yes. All right.